0: All four of my grandparents survived the Spanish flu in Europe, and each of them had their own recollections. But one grandparent in particularly, my paternal grandfather, uh, was a fastidious hand washer. He explained to me that he really thought that keeping clean is what helped keep him alive during the Spanish flu of 1918, 1919. Now that I reflected on childhood memories I think that certain lessons will be learned.
1: That was Dr. Victor Fornari, Director of Child and Adolescent Psychiatry at the Zucker Hillside Hospital of Northwell Health. Dr. Fornari's story highlights his childhood recollection of a relative's safe practices. How will our children process the lessons of this pandemic? Hi, I'm David North. Dr. Fornari says in many households, children took the lead as both family tech support and public health educators, but in too many cases, suffered the stresses of isolation and insecurity. The urgency of the pandemic streamlined the availability of mental health support for children and families today and for the future.
0: It's pretty routine that young children uh, are guiding their parents on various aspects of technology because they are more facile at it than their families. Similarly, it's not uncommon for kids to point out to their families if they're not wearing their face mask correctly or if they haven't social distanced because once they learn about the guidance, they too wanna make sure that their family members remain safe. So I think children are very helpful in
1: teaching As some schools reopen and social activities resume, young people may put some of the isolation behind them, but some health risks remain, and many families continue to confront issues of employment, housing, substance use disorder, and food insecurity, among others, causing continued stress among many adolescents. The vast majority of youth
0: are adapting and coping quite well and uh, will be resilient. Uh, But adolescents really are struggling. These are the ones that we see in our clinical work. Uh, They're having a hard time, their families are having a hard time. Uh, We've seen this so much with single-parent homes, several come to mind where uh, either a child or a parent has a chronic medical condition, making it such that uh, either the parent could no longer go to work safely for fear of the illness coming home to their child or conversely, the parent couldn't go to work for fear of their own safety. And so families are isolated, they're struggling financially uh, and uh, they have very high levels of stress and they really need to reach out and get as much support as they can. Families that are concerned about out of control behavior, a child that's been talking about suicide, uh, a child that looks withdrawn or depressed uh, such that you're worried about their safety. Uh, all of these things are uh, indications for an urgent evaluation that shouldn't wait for a scheduled appointment that could be uh, weeks or
1: more away. Dr. Fernori described some of the programs Northwell provides for children, adolescents, and families, some in-person, many a click or a phone call away.
0: Amongst the most important access to care right now uh, is that we have really open access, urgent care, for both children and adults, for youth uh, under the age of 18. We have uh, behavioral health urgent care available at the Cohen Children's Medical Center. Uh, Families can walk in with their child or adolescent and get uh, an urgent psychiatric consultation and treatment initiation with a linkage to follow-up care provided at that time. So that that's uh, an enormous service because oftentimes uh, it can be difficult to get a consultation or to make linkage. Uh, Similarly, we have the same clinical services available uh, for adults in a crisis center available at Zucker Hillside. And during the weekends, the emergency services at both Cohen Children's Medical Center and at LIJ provide psychiatric consultations 24-7. So those, so those services are available so that people know that in times of concerns about safety, they don't have to worry about getting an appointment. They can just come. Uh, and certainly from the Behavioral Health Urgent Center at Cohen's Children's Medical Center, uh, we either make linkage to one of our programs at Northwell, the Child and Adolescent Psychiatry Outpatient Department at Zucker Hillside, or to another appropriate uh, program, Uh, in the community. Similarly, for adults, if they were to come to the crisis program at Zucker Hillside, we would make linkage to uh, the appropriate follow-up program as well. All of the services are currently available as telehealth so that uh, outpatient treatment is exclusively telehealth for now so that individuals can have psychiatric appointments, uh, psychotherapy, group therapy, uh, all available Uh, through uh, telehealth platforms, and so that families don't need to worry about safety. Uh, It actually has turned out to be quite convenient, so families don't have to worry about transportation, uh, babysitting, parking, uh, etc., because the appointments are all virtual
1: at home. Of course, many mental health issues and anxiety-producing situations involve money. Dr. Fernari says there's also help for the financially stressed. During the uh, pandemic uh,
0: that was declared a national emergency, uh, health insurance companies approved paying for telehealth services. Uh, and so the important thing is that families can come and get care. We're hoping that even following The pandemic, many services will continue to be able to be billed to insurance, but of course we'll have to wait and see how insurance decides to handle that.
1: Dr. Fernari reminds our sound mental health and positive behaviors are a great influence on young people. Our children are watching
0: us carefully, so that parents also need to be mindful of what they say and what they do. Families have to really model calm optimism and hope for themselves and for their families. I think that we have to recognize that if a child has signs of concerns, that you bring them for consultation and not delay.
1: If you have concerns about mental health for yourself, children, and loved ones, take action. Visit northwell.edu for a range of options and opportunities for help. We are all eager to fully enter a healthier post-pandemic world. Dr. Pornari has this thought about vaccines and lingering vaccine hesitancy.
0: I'm glad you mentioned that vaccine. I just want to encourage the listeners. I've been concerned that many people have declined the vaccine because of concerns about it. And I know everyone has their own beliefs. Uh, But when my colleagues or my coworkers ask me, I say, I I took the vaccine as soon as it was offered. I know people have concerns about it. I think it is important for everyone to try to uh, be vaccinated if they have access to the vaccine. But I think if they educate themselves uh, to the risks versus the benefits, I hope that people will come away recognizing that the benefits of the vaccine far outweigh any potential concerns. Uh, And I hope people will accept the vaccine Uh, and be safe. I do think that we're not going to go back to the way things were for quite some time if ever and I do think that we're going to bounce forward uh, which is an important concept because we often think about bouncing back but I don't think we're going to bounce quite back to the way things were I think we're going to bounce forward to a new way And that new way, I hope, will include uh, all the things we need to continue to do to be safe, uh, whether it's wearing a face mask or whatever it may be, even for some time to come.